Ha-ha-ha, you're over here. Oh, whatever. Fuck it, whatever. It's recording. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to uh, approximately 15 two, two seconds into the podcast. Ass. Yes. Wait, oh, shit. It's 15 seconds ahead. No! <laughs> Unfortunately, uh, today we're going to be time-shifted. So when you're listening to this now, listen in 15 seconds for this pu- for what I'm saying now, for that to be what I'm saying. We're 15, in 15 seconds, seconds into the future. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's we're, the... We're time-traveling through this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Unfortunately for you, you won't understand this until 15 seconds from now. So this is, I am four parallel universes ahead of you, good sir. I hope you're aware. I've been thinking in parallel processes <laughs> this whole time. Oh, man. Well, uh, thanks for not listening. Who gives a shit? Uh, episode, who cares? Welcome to shit. Yeah, this is the shit storm of a podcast that we keep going for no good reason. Why do we keep doing this? Because it's fun. It's yeah, fun. It's fun. It's fun. That's the reason. Uh so we wanted to talk about um, some science. Science stuff today is cool because uh, we're the dorks of the podcast. Yeah, that's uh, accurate. Our good man Lewis could not make it here today. That's unfortunate, but that's okay. He was held up by uh, a aforementioned shit that I mentioned previously. Yes, life gets in the way. <laughs> life uh, <laughs> finds he, a way. He knows the way. He knows the way. <laughs> he's finding the way. I, w- I will say though, like, so he, like, I know he's been playing a shit ton of Tekken. Yeah. Because like everyone on our Discord servers been mm-hmm. like, you know, they've been all like, well, they I'm gonna win. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get good. I'm gonna beat him. And uh, Lewis has like. He's, he feels like he, he has some gut feeling that they just want to beat him for some reason. And it seems that it always does play that out. Yeah, like, yeah. everyone in the server wants to just play a game against him and beat him and be like, ha-ha, I got one up on you. <laughs> but apparently they just can't do it. They can't pull just it off. Yeah, yeah, He's like, just... <laughs> I'm sorry, bud, so you can't. <laughs> He's like, sorry, the sauce is here, baby. It's here to stay. I'll, I'll, I think I, I have a theory. I'll tell you, I think, why I think. I think it's because... Of all of the, like, you can be the best at, like, a whole number of things and not necessarily have people want to, like, specifically come after you and beat you. Yeah, yeah. But if you're the best at X thing and also at trash talking at X thing. Oh, yeah. Everyone's going after you. Oh, for, for and, sure. And, and Matt is, it, when it comes to trash talking. <laughs> he's on point. Yeah, he he's is, got he's, it. He's yeah. top level. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's on point. The, the way Lewis would put it is that his alpha male presence is untouchable. That's what he would put it as. <laughs> what they don't know is my alpha male presence is untouchable. <laughs> he, so he, they can't they can't beat me for that reason. He's just T-posing as he's fucking playing the game. You know what I mean? He's He's, he's got a he's got a controller he's got one half of a controller in one hand one half in the other hand <laughs> he's just t-posing he's just like i don't have to try dude we were so we were watching uh, uh for some good odd reason we were on hulu watching my 600 pound life right oh. and uh obviously there's one guy in our server that's like i love fat bitches i was like oh god she's so hot and i'm like uh, okay you do you boo uh, yeah, but, yeah. Picks, picks uh, DTFO. i was like you know i i told lewis i was like you know what i realized I think I know why everyone wants to beat you at video games. And he was like, why? I was like, because you got a 600-pound dick. That's why. <laughs> Fuck, you're right. <laughs> My 600-pound dick life. <laughs> he should actually, he should be on that show. 600 pounds, even if it is your dick, that is your life, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it was funnier, though, because we were talking about... Um, uh, how he likes fucking everything that he sees. <laughs> he, he sees yeah. something, he's like, I'm going to fuck that. You know, he's like that shark in that old cartoon meme that was like 2005 or some shit. Yeah. There's just some shark trying to rape a fucking swim, like just random human in this ocean. I'm like, Jesus. <laughs> yeah. 
That, that's that's more of a dolphin thing. So like, <laughs> that's the reason it was such a meme. Yeah. Seeing a shark do that unusual. Yeah, yeah fuck it. <laughs> you know, <laughs> fuck. Yeah, that would that, suck. That no, that does suck. <laughs> you drown too. They bring you to the bottom, and they're yeah. like, yeah, yeah. I would be like, this sucks. I mean, with the water and <laughs> you know what I mean, something like that. <laughs> Anyways. Science stuff. Science. Off of the side note, Lewis, rest in peace. We, uh, next podcast, you'll be here. Ripping F. Yeah. It's all right. So, which science topic did you want to talk about first? Because we had a couple. All right. Uh, okay. So, this, it, it'll probably be a, a pretty quick one because, like I said, it kind of has an answer, but okay. underway. So, um, we're talking. I was talking about Adam Savage from MythBusters fame. Okay. He's currently on YouTube on uh, under tested. Uh, which I don't know a whole lot about. But um, he was talking about some old myths, and this particular myth um, was if you have an airplane that's on a runway that's also somehow a treadmill, um, the treadmill is going backwards at the same speed that the plane wants to go forward. Um, as it's running, does the plane take off? And so what were you thinking? Okay. Initially, my, my thoughts are going to be like, no. I feel like without the movement speed, you can't really do that, right? Mm -hmm. But you got to understand, I'm guessing you're going to need some sort of wind force in order to help levitate off the ground, right? Mm -hmm. Something's got to push it up. And I think that's why you need the runway to catch the speed in order to get the lift off properly, right? Mm -hmm. Best guess. Yeah, I'm no physicist or nothing like that, so I'm just guessing here. Um. So I would imagine that you would not be able to unless that if somehow somebody can discover that this is possible, then we might have hovercrafts on our hands in the future. So actually, it's interesting because there is. So this is, and again, I'm getting this from 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 Mr. Savage himself, the Sav Man, as we will. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so. First of all, the question itself and its wording is is a little bit like misleading, right? Because when you think of this question, you're kind of thinking like if you're, you're thinking of a plane, sort of in the same terms, you might think of a car, right? Okay. It's like if the if the if the road's moving backwards, it can't move forward, right? Um, and and yes, if if the plane can't move, it can't take off. Okay. Um. But the reason that it's a trick question is because um, the way that a car propels itself and the way that a plane propels itself are, are two entirely different things. Okay. When you have a car, right? That You, you, you know how like a car propels itself. It's, yeah, the friction traction from the ground is what pushes it forward, exactly. or at least from the tires, yeah. Yeah, so it, it, put, yeah, it, puts that, it has the pressure from the car, the, the wheel, and then it moves Using using that the torques, all right, all right, and then it puts goes onto the next point of the wheels, moves forward more, and then uses that to go. Yeah, as long as you have a high enough torque in order to push the weight. Yeah, yeah. But here's the thing: I a plane does not have its engine is not connected to its wheels. Right, it's kind of rolling it, I guess. So what? So how do you think a plane could sort of like? gets itself into motion if it's not propelling itself with its wheels. Fuck. I would imagine... Well, because you would need... Technically, you would need less friction. Uh, I'm trying to think of this in terms as if it's flying, right? Mm. I, would, I, should, I should mention, right, that 
we're, assume that this is like not not like a jet or anything, not like a, a passenger plane, like regular helicopter with it with the with the uh, propeller on the front. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's a hint right there in that name. Then definitely, I think it would be able to fly then because technically the propeller itself is generating enough force to push to basically pull it back. Yes. And then it lifts it up. That's it. The thing is, even if the runway itself is moving backwards, right, the plane isn't propelling itself with the wheels. It doesn't care, like, what the what the road beneath it is doing. It's not using that to, to, to push itself or pull itself. It's actually basically pulling itself using air with the propeller. Right. So it pulls itself forward. Even if the runway is going, like, let's say if it needs, you know, 25 miles an hour. Yeah. If the runway goes back 25 miles an hour, the wheels just spin, you know, at 50 miles an hour. And then it just goes as uh, it goes where it needs to go because it's the the actual air it's propelling itself off of. Okay. Then that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. If, if we're talking about a propeller front engine, yeah. Yeah. Then definitely it would make sense because that, that's the whole point of a propeller is to pull the air towards the, the aircraft. Exactly. So that way it lifts it up because, <laughs> so, because you need the friction of the air to pop it up off the ground. Yeah. Which actually I, I think brings up another interesting question. I don't have the answer to this one, but... I was just I was just wondering like if you have um if you had like wind coming towards it that was sort of blowing on it at like at that at the speed that it needed to take off I wonder if that would push it back I don't know mm-hmm. that's that's just a question I thought of but I thought it was an interesting uh question that that Adam brought up because it's hotly because it's so hotly contested and again this was a Mythbusters episode they actually did the episode Oh, um, shit, they actually put a, a plane on a treadmill and did it? They, what they did is they got, like, a giant, like, a literally, like, a miles-long tarp. And yeah. They pulled it They pulled it behind a truck, <laughs> and they just pulled it away from a plane. <laughs> and it took off. They was like, yep, yeah, there it is. Oh, shit. Okay. They answered it. And afterwards, there were still a bunch of, like, a ton of people on forums <laughs> still, like, the no, 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 they did it wrong. They did the experiment <laughs> wrong. This is the way to yeah, because I mean, most people want to see an actual full-on treadmill, almost like a like a dyno uh, wheel would be for a car. They yeah. basically want to see something like that happen, mm-hmm. but it, it still would it still would work, honestly, especially with the front propelled propeller engine. Like I was saying, the friction is going to pop it up regardless, as long as those propellers are going to get up to speed, mm-hmm. and it require it gets enough speed to get the wind force generated. Yep. Then yeah, you're going to be perfectly fine to lift off. Yeah, you go into the air. You still go. Yeah. Still move, and the treadmill can't push you back. Like you're on wheels, so it's just it's it's going back. But as long as, um, an interesting analogy that I saw is is imagine that you're you have a pair of roller skates on and you're on a treadmill, um, and then in front of you there's a wall with a rope that's like attached to it. Yeah. You're holding on to the rope and you're on you're on your roller skates. You don't go anywhere, right? You just stay there. Yeah. And you can still pull yourself forward with the rope. So, and the plane is pulling on the rope, which in this case is just the air, right? Which you can't, you can't, you can't put that on the treadmill. Yeah. Okay. Then yeah. Then yeah. That makes a lot of sense. I don't. I don't see why people are trying to debate it. I mean, I can see why because they think the experiment was wrong. Then mm-hmm. yeah, that makes sense. But 
I feel like even if you were to calculate it properly with the treadmill in, in mind, I think you'll be perfectly fine. Yeah. Especially with the front propel because that's just the way it's designed. Yeah. Now, if we're talking like an actual jet where like the prop- the propulsions from the rear of the, I think that's going to be a little more difficult. It might be different. Right? Yeah. I think that would actually be difficult because I think that it requires the actual, you know, runway. Wheels to spin up and get it to go going speed. Exactly. Yeah, I think uh, actually, I would like to see. I'd like to see that test too. I want to see that test. <laughs> and I want to see like with on the, on the runway with like the wind being blown at it at the. But that that you'd have to get like a whole like tunnel for that, like a wind tunnel. That would oh be, like, yeah, the whole yeah. Thing. And that would have to be a lot of wind pressure that they'd have to push through that wind tunnel just to get it going. <laughs> yeah, that would be insane. If you've seen if you've ever seen those giant wind tunnels, they look awesome. It's just <laughs> like this big ass thing, and it's just like a gigantic fan spinning just, up. Yeah, <laughs> that would be cool as shit to see, though. Dude, I want to be in. Actually, we, I, I want I wanted to go to that that iFly thing forever. Have you have you ever been there? Mm-mm. Really? Yeah. It's not bad. It's okay. It's okay. It's it's not like the coolest experience ever. It's not bad, but mm-hmm. I guess if you're like too scared to try real like you know jumping off an airplane and oh god my my parachute is not pulling no (laughs) you know then that's a safer route for sure and you don't i think the issue with it is that you pay a shit ton of money and you get maybe 10 minutes worth maybe 20 minutes uh, after you if you count the like first tutorial part of it which it's not much time you get quote-unquote airtime. i mean i guess my question is like how much do you pay for like actually going up? Oh, I, I feel like that would be cheaper, right? I would think so, but maybe. I mean, because you're also paying you're paying for the fuel uh, and everything. You're paying for fuel, and and if you're doing tandem, you're also paying for the instructor's time or whatever, and at least the pilot's time. True. Hmm? I don't know. I think I th- mm, so. Basically, what you're doing is you're not getting the exhilaration. I guess the, the same mm-hmm. exhilaration. Yeah, there, there's not that that same amount of adrenaline of like, oh shit, the fucking ground's coming up on me. Yeah, I've I've I, when I was in there, I went once, and when I did go, there was guys that I, I clearly have been there before, and they were like flying around doing tricks and shit. And I'm like, dude, that's dope. Yeah, but I mean, they probably work there. Chances are, yeah. <laughs> in order to get enough time to like really get, yeah, you gotta either have to have like a, a billion dollars of disposable income or. You just work there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I still would prefer the plane though over that for yeah. sure. Like I think I think getting the exhilaration and just being able to see everything from the sky, especially that high up, dude. God, I bet that's a beautiful sight. Yeah. I had a buddy who uh I didn't actually pay for it, so I still don't know how much it costs. But um we me and some friends we we went out to this to an airfield and uh we had he had no idea what was going on. We were like, Hey, we're gonna go to to a you know, like this this place and we're gonna have a party there and he was like oh, okay cool <laughs> and then we like drive out to an airfield and he's like hey guys uh hey guys they say you said you said party right i don't think this is uh hey guys <laughs> okay, yeah he dropped from a plane he said it was awesome oh dude that's badass yeah see that's that's the type of shit i would do man that's i don't know maybe because i'm partially an adrenaline junkie yeah you know there's that piece of me that's just like mm-hmm. <laughs> especially when i'm driving fast yeah dude like I, I naturally drive fast like an idiot just because i like it a lot dude, that yeah that's same principle that's like oh drive fast fall fast Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> the only the only next thing that you have to do is you need to get you need to do the Fast and Furious thing where you uh you get in a plane and then you drop out in your car and you go that way you can drive through the air. Yeah. 
<laughs> we need to have uh, air cars immediately ASAP. The future was lied to us. We don't have uh, floating hovercrafting machines yet. And at the very least, we need the middle ground where we can take our cars up into the air and then drop them down. Just I mean, for, I just mean, we do have the the I want to suck some cock here hovercrafts. <laughs> you know, we have those, but those That's, aren't as cool. Not not the same. Yeah, yeah. not the same. <laughs> <laughs> those are land hovercrafts, you pieces of shit. Well, there's also the one with the, the water. Don't forget those. Those are cool. Oh, yeah, not fair. also not really hovercrafts, <laughs> but <laughs> it's just. Floating, that's all. At high speeds. Just floating. It doesn't fucking count. Not, we're not breaking any physics here. Yeah. Damn it. I got a feeling somebody is going to invent it. Probably Elon Musk with his crazy ass. You know, he's going to end up having something to do with magnetism in the future. He's going to do something. Yeah, he's going to figure it out. 100%. Did you, did you hear? Okay, so Elon Musk at some point said what he wanted to do was um, in like some new model of Tesla. Mm-hmm. He wanted to get put on like I think it was like six cylinders, three on each side or something like that. Okay. Super highly compressed air. What? Uh-huh. So that if you're caught, I don't I don't remember exactly what the application was. <laughs> so that if you're caught in like a bad traffic jam and you're like, shit, I just need to get out of this situation, <laughs> you can go, all right, like pop it. And it goes. It's like shit fucking lifts the car up. <laughs> what the and it only lasts for five minutes or whatever. You get you're you're flying. Can't. Yeah. <laughs> you're like, I'm going to go 100 and I'm about to hit these bitches. <laughs> Dude, so many accidents are going to happen the moment that if he God. legit releases that. Yeah, there's going to be hundreds of accidents on that shit. Like, <laughs> there's no way. Nobody's going to let him do that. <laughs> nobody's nobody's crazy enough to let the crazy man do that. Crazy Fuck thing. no. Yeah. He's, <laughs> I want him to do it. That sounds fun as shit. Dude, that would be awesome. Yeah. Right? Shout <laughs> I'd get it. Well, no, actually, I would die. But I'd get a test just for that. <laughs> and then I would die. I'd accept my death. I, I definitely want to get, if I had the money, the Tesla Roadster. 100%, dude. I saw that thing um, in some YouTube videos of people driving it and, like, doing burnouts in it. Dude, that thing is Fucking fast as shit, dude. Yeah. It's insane. It's a little rocket, dude. And it's the size of like a Miata. And that's what blew my mind. I was like, God, dude. That's, that's what is perfect. It's, <laughs> it's that's, electric is the way, it's the, the future of sport. All going to be electric. Oh, 100%. I think if I recall, I want to say it's, it's not F1. It's, it's one of the higher ranks of racing and it's not F1. Yeah. Um, but they have, a lot of hybrid cars where they have like, you know, the, the V eights or I think they tune them down to like V uh, four cylinders now. Yeah. Um, and then they have, uh, electric engines as well. So that way you basically can start out with your gas and then you'll go to electric right? and then you're still kicking it. Oh, that's cool. But they, they're like insanely fast apparently. And I remember, man, when was it? It was a good, I think it was a good five years ago I read that Nissan was making an, a three-cylinder engine, turboed, that it can whip out basically like 100 horsepower per cylinder. Ooh. And I was like, that's that's insane efficiency if that's the case, dude. Yeah. A three-cylinder engine popping 300 horsepower, dude, that's brutal. That That's an NVIDIA RTX of, yeah. of engines. <laughs> yeah, I was like, bruh, you're losing weight. Immediately from all the cylinders being gone, and then with the turbo, you, you you're getting the boost. So you're gonna rocket the fuck out of there, dude. Jesus, that's cool. <laughs> and you and you already know how like lightweight the fucking uh, F1 and the high end racing cars are because that most of it's carbon fiber. Yeah, and it, they don't weigh jack shit. Like they probably weigh less than my Miata, <laughs> and that's what's crazy. <laughs> hey, you, that's probably like you get like four people, you lift the thing up and just. Poof. 
put it put it down on the track. Yeah, exactly. And I think right now, I think the F ones have six cylinders at the moment, if I recall. I think there's six cylinders turboed. But even then, like the F one cars are stupid fast, dude. Yeah. For small engines. I mean, are they gonna keep going? Like at one point at what point does it like get like like just too much and it's like too dangerous and it's like we can't we can't actually we're gonna break something technically it already has like most most of the new races now are actually a hundred times safer than what they were before because before they had didn't have the same amount of rules they were kind of like they have different classes and they i remember they had a class and i know they did this in uh was it rally racing? Yeah. They, I think it was A-class or B-class racing where you can basically mod it to your heart's content. No limits. Ooh. And they had so many accidents in that in that specific <laughs> oh, class because of how powerful those cars were. Yeah. And they were like, yeah, after that, no, we, we got to put some restrictions. Some restrictions. Yeah, <laughs> we need some restrictions. I, I heard something about uh, – this was a while ago. I, don't, I have no idea, like, where it applied. But there was, there was like, there was something that they had to ban because – it was either like it was too fast or like it was too dangerous or something. So like it was it was basically like um it was it was sort of the most efficient you could possibly get a car. So like the I guess one of the main things I guess about like dangerous that are that's dangerous about taking a curve really fast is that you can like tip your car or like right. that kind of that kind of thing. So if you if you get your car and you get it a little bit wider and then you sort of put like a sort of like a dress on it. Um, and then you put fans underneath it and then you effectively suck yourself down to the ground to the ground. And then you get, you get like a massive amount of friction and there's no way for you to tip your car. You just go. So so basically with the amount of downforce you have pushing it down. Yeah. It's impossible to lose grip. Yeah. Yeah. But I heard that was like super, like I heard that was like a thing for a second that was super hardcore band. I mean, that's most of what uh, F1 is in a way. Like those cars were meant for aerodynamics. Mm. Um, You'll see more of those in like, I think it's class A racing, just regular old uh, uh, autocross racing, stuff like that. Yeah. And um, you you see them do some insane fucking builds, dude. Like full on carbon fiber, all that shit. Super lightweight. I mean, you'll you'll see like Mercedes cars that weigh like uh, you know like a thousand fucking pounds. And I'm yeah. just like, what the fuck? <laughs> How do you do that? Yeah, and they're popping out like a thousand horsepower, but Jesus. they're so aerodynamic that there's no way they're losing traction. They just get yeah. The downforce is insane on those cars. Damn. And that's why you see most F1 races, and they're they're taking like 150 miles per hour on a turn because they're like, yeah, we can handle it. It's fine. Car's not gonna go anywhere yeah. except the road. <laughs> I would shit myself taking that that fast. I had it on a turn. Yeah, oh, I would God. shit myself, dude. <laughs> I I think it, I would I would also be a terrible racer as well. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> if I was going, I would be like, hold on, guys. Sorry. <laughs> Just gonna, I'm just gonna. I know it says 100, but I'm actually gonna take this at 40. I just, yeah, yeah. So sorry. <laughs> like the fastest I've ever gone in my my Miata was like 130 horsepower, mm-hmm. or I'm sorry, 130 miles per hour on a highway, and I did take turns on it, and it handled it like a dream because I mean Miatas are built for that. Yeah. But 
yeah, I mean, any faster, yeah, that would have been scary, dude. Like, really fucking scary. Yeah. Even though, even though, like, 130, like, maxed out on the Miata, I was like, oh, this is kind of an easy breeze, you know what I mean? Right. But they're low to the ground, naturally, so we're going to have the downforce, so we're not worried about it. Yeah, but if you have if you have a car that's, like, a little bit, that even has, like, any sort of, like, window to be caught up, and you're going super fast. Oh, yeah, like, you're flipping, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Once that wind catches underneath you, yeah, you're fucked, dude. No, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just go parasailing. I don't need to take a car to do it. <laughs> go flying in the car, yeah. <laughs> It'd be like that scene in Tag- Talladega Nights and shit where, you, oh, I'm flying, he's in the air. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no way. I, 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 the better ways to do that. <laughs> That's why we put wings on our cars, boys. <laughs> or Elon Musk it with some fucking high press, uh, air, high pressured air. Yeah, no, I, and I, I, I think, um, honestly, that gives me an idea. I think we just put it on, we put wings on our bikes, right? And then we just put a propeller on it, and we'll do that. We'll do the Kiki's delivery service thing. We'll yeah. Just, we'll just pedal, <laughs> pedal it out. Take yeah. off. <laughs> That'd be hilarious, dude. Dude, oh I would be God. so down. I, I mean, again, that's another That's another. I have to accept death before you do a thing. But that oh, would for be sure, so yeah. Because <laughs> once some propellers pop off and hit your head, you're, yeah, fuck. you're fucked. That's game. <laughs> your, your head's gone. It's flying 100 feet behind you. <laughs> it doesn't have to be the whole propeller. You could just you could just be like a chip. Like, yeah. Tiny. <laughs> It'd be like a bullet shot to the face. Gosh. <laughs> oh, man. But that'd be fun, though. I would love to do that. Hell yeah. But I'm really excited for uh, Elon. Um, he said he's... Uh, I've heard rumors that he's talking about moving to here to Austin. Oh, yeah. And he's talking about building... Because he's been in the works with it, but he's planning on building the first solar uh, neighborhoods here in Austin. And I think if he ends up doing that, like, he's going to end up boosting the Austin economy, like, drastically, honestly. Yeah. I, I'm, like, I, I'm excited for the prospect, but I'm also, uh, you know, because I live here, <laughs> I'm like, what, what, what's the rent going to be? <laughs> right, right, exactly. Is it going to raise rent or lower rent? Chances are it's going to raise it. I, I bet. If it brings people into town, that, that's, like, it's property rate. values go up. It's Yeah. Yeah, right now, I think everyone's paying way too much if they're coming in and buying right now. Like, yeah. They're fucking themselves because it's it's a seller's market right now. Yeah, and, housing market insane everywhere, but yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I, I hope one day that it does definitely drop. And maybe with the whole virus thing coming back into effect again, mm. yeah. you know, it's it might slow it down, but it, it might be like a small little window. It might just be... Drop in the bucket, so to speak, and and that was the whole reason that the that it went up in the first place is because people couldn't, you know, they couldn't. There's certain jobs that just kind of couldn't go forward until people recovered from COVID or or you know got over their their period of quarantine, mm-hmm. uh, and, and and that was you know that's the reason that lumber prices went up and that affected housing too. Yeah, everything is shooting up, and I mean it makes sense, dude. Like if no one, if nothing's gonna be moving, yeah, then of yeah. course shit's gonna get more expensive. Yeah. It makes so too much sense, and I'll be honest. I'm the whole Delta thing. I, I'll be honest. I'm not really afraid of it. I don't think it's a big thing. I mean, even though from the cases that they've been talking about have yeah. been pretty intense, I don't. I just. I don't know. I'm not afraid of it as much as I was with COVID. I, I guess my question there would be like, uh, are you first of all are you vaccinated already? Yeah, yeah, fully vaccinated. Okay, that's. I think that's a big a big thing because like. The the thing with Delta, at least like what I've heard of it, um, is that it's not it's not 
necessarily more severe per se so much as it is just more transmissible mm-hmm. and as somebody who's vaccinated you don't have like you don't have the same risks as somebody who is unvaccinated you the, the like the big difference with delta is that um it's more transmissible because it generates like the virus replicates at a higher rate so you have mm-hmm. you have more of it in your lungs and so it spreads more easily. Um, so as somebody who's vaccinated, you might still experience the same effects of just like a light, a fever or like a cold or something. Yeah. But you also might, um, you might have a higher risk of transmitting it even though you are vaccinated. Whereas with the original strain, you didn't have quite that same, like you probably weren't going to be transmitting it, even if you, even if you did get it. Okay. I see what you mean now. Yeah. Yeah. So, so in a way, it's not as dangerous, but it, it's a quick spread. Yeah, so, yeah. I mean, I would say it's still as like it, it. It shouldn't be like understated that it is still dangerous, right? If you're not vaccinated, right? That's it's just it's not it's not more dangerous. I think is the way to put it. Right, right. Yeah, that's the best way to put it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which, by the way, uh, everyone that who didn't get vaccinated, you're fucking idiots. Please get by vaccinated. Away. Yeah, like oh my just, god, dude, it's the microchip in your fucking head. No, <laughs> stupid, dude. Like, ugh. if you have concerns, talk to somebody. Oh, open your fucking ears, and then talk to somebody who knows. <laughs> this shit don't go to fucking uncle larry who's been like well i, I got a vaccination 20 years ago and well after that i peed green I, i'll tell you what he's been drinking for 30 years and maybe he doesn't remember that well <laughs> yeah dude i'm telling you like it, I, this is the best part that i think this podcast has to offer to everyone that listens is that we have so many different points of views all yep. three of us like I'm, I'm the conservative you know you're more on the liberal left side and then Lewis is more in the middle, even yeah. though he's more of like a tyrant style <laughs> middle. But yeah. more like, libertarian, I guess. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> but like I think that's the beauty of it, is like I can still as a conservative be like, Yeah, you're an idiot for not taking the vaccination. Cause yeah. I definitely believe in science more than I do a whole bunch of other bullshit that people be spewing out. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just dumb not to do it. And so fuck all you anti-vaxxers out there that cause Delta to form. Yeah. And, and here's here's the thing. Like, to, to literally everybody who, who, like, even if even if your whole thing is like, you know, oh, I just don't think it's effective. Or like, you know, I think it's, like, why should I have to do it? I don't want to do it. It, it. You know, just because it's inconvenient to you, even... If it's even if you don't believe in it, you don't think you're gonna get any benefit from it, mm-hmm. and the other reason you don't want to do it is because it's you're, just, you're you're like, well, I don't know, maybe I'm gonna maybe it's gonna kill me in my sleep or whatever. <laughs> this is actually a ninja tracker, right? Uh, yeah, <laughs> like you're just you're being an asshole to other people. So if nothing else, just do it for other people's peace of yeah, mind. They, don't they, be a dick. Exactly. They really are being they, that that's the best way to put it. They're being an asshole to everyone else mm-hmm. because they even though they catch it and maybe they don't even get symptoms, you know what I mean? Yeah. They're still capable of passing it to someone else and that's what everyone is worried about. Yeah. And that's what's fucking it up and that's what's causing variants. Yes. Like, the the more that keeps passing and the more that it keeps the the mutations are going to keep coming and then we're going to maybe we'll go from delta to fucking you know beta or whatever the fuck who knows yeah. like it's it'll be stupid as shit yeah we're gonna get we're gonna get fucking co- like super saiyan covid three or something yeah 
I really that this would be cool as shit. This is just a fun little theory or okay. thought process, but I think it would be cool as shit is that if these mutations keep happening mm-hmm. and then it gets to the point where like when you do catch it, you get like superpowers or some shit. shit. It causes the human genome to mutate to something like next fucking level. Like in order to beat it, it's like your fucking your lungs like turn into gills or some shit. Yeah. Like, yes. We shall live under the water where the COVID <laughs> virus cannot attack us. <laughs> that would be so fucking cool. Dude. That would be pretty awesome. We all get our quirks. It's coming soon, boys. My, any of my hero fans, it's, it's coming soon. That doesn't mean you shouldn't get the vaccine. But I don't know. Maybe if you believe that, that's a, that's a very small pass. Holy fuck. That'd be hilarious. Everyone be trying to uh, fuck that one frog girl, uh, uh, Sue. Uh, yeah, yeah. Asui yeah. or whatever. Sorry, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, you fucking disgusting people. No, no, no. Let's all be honest. Uraraka? Yeah. <laughs> She's best girl. She's best waifu. She's also like 15, stupid. Like They're all 15. God. <laughs> well, actually, I guess the, uh, what, what, what's the giant chick's name? Oh, fuck. Uh, Mount, Mount Lady? Mount Lady? Yeah, Mount yeah. Lady. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there, there we go. <laughs> That's age appropriate. Thank you very much. That's the age appropriate. <laughs> I think the only one that did look hot, because obviously because she's old enough, was the, <laughs> the fucking, the girl with the whip. What's her name? The teacher that was like. Oh, yeah. The, uh, with the huge tits. And she was like white and black outfit. Lady. No, that's somebody. Something else. Not God, Lady Hell, right? Something like. It's something corny. I know it's something corny. They're all, yeah, it's yeah all corny. but she's like a fucking dominatrix on the battlefield, dude. I was like, yes, yeah, stomp on my nuts, baby. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not saying stomp on my nuts, even like, I don't care, I don't care what you are, a woman or a man. If you're not saying stomp on my nuts to her, uh, something that's her whole thing. Yep, yep. <laughs> oh man, I'm excited. I'm excited for the future, though. It'll, it'll be fun as shit. Um, ah. I do, I do plan, and this is news to you. I haven't really told anyone else, Ooh. but I do plan on either by the end of this year or next year, I'm going to be starting my travels for the world. Oh. Yeah. Wait, wait, okay, where's, uh, what's your trajectory? So if this Delta shit gets worse, it's not happening probably till next year. Fair. Um, but if it stays as calm as it's kind of going... I, I should be able to do it by the end of the year or next year. Right. And I'm planning on uh, maybe starting in the UK, oh, uh, okay. uh, Canada, or Mexico. One of those three. All right. So you might, you might opt to pond, so to speak. Yes. I, re- I really want to go to New Zealand, but I think mm. right now they have travel bans. I think so. Yeah. I may hope, cross fingers, maybe not by next year. Hopefully not, but yeah. yeah, New Zealand's definitely a go-to for me because I just want to go visit all those Lord of the Rings. You're gonna you go know? fucking shy, yeah, right? Dude, yeah. Fuck yeah, I will, dude. I'm gonna be like, yes, hell yeah. I'm gonna have my headphones in, jamming all the theme songs and shit, dude. <laughs> no, be- you, you gotta have the movie playing in the background so you can like be hearing Gandalf in real time. <laughs> yeah, dude. Put on a YouTube video of a uh, YouTube poop of just Gandalf <laughs> speaking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wish that would be a thing. But yeah, I'm excited for that. And I am a little scared at the same time to do it. I'll be honest, because I'm going to be on my own, basically, just taking the world on. Yeah. I mean, how much traveling have you done, if, if any? Um, A lot of it's here in the States. Um, I have gone to Mexico twice, but it was just to uh, just resorts and small little, you know, cities out by the coast. Yeah. So nothing crazy. 
That's fair. Do you, yeah. do, you, do you have like a plan? Do you have any plan? Like, um, like, are you gonna? Are you sort of like hopping from like Airbnb to Airbnb, or are you gonna like just kind of like seek out locals and like make friends and just see see where you can stay, kind of thing? So what? So I did. I was researching a lot of that, and I found this uh, this thing called Work Workaway. Hmm. Um, people have ups and downs on it, so I guess it varies right. on you know quality of life. But you basically you go to different countries and different cities and towns and you do jobs for people and they'll let you live there or they'll cook for you depending on, you know, how they want it set up. Because, you know, maybe you can work in a hostel over in like Japan, right? Yeah. Uh, you can help them by doing maintenance stuff or by like just letting customers in and out, things like that, greeting, whatever. Um, but you can basically get paid by doing that or if you don't have maybe if you don't have a worker's visa you're basically working to just live there okay so to say yeah, yeah. so it's kind of like a uh I, I don't know i guess it kind of connects you but it's not necessarily like official work it's just sort of like somebody who needs something done and you're like yeah no, it, it's, do it. it's like favor for favor basically nice okay yeah and so far uh, there i've seen a lot of postings uh from all over the world of a lot of people that are still open up to trying you know get some help from other people because i guess you know everyone's like-minded and want to travel and see the world for as cheap as possible yeah but i i think with the work away thing it, it'll actually help the most because i think everyone understands that food and shelter are probably the most expensive needs yeah yeah of the human race at the moment <laughs> so. yeah especially when you're traveling that's like number one priority is like where am i gonna sleep what am i gonna eat exactly yep so and like i said it's scary because i'm definitely putting myself out there and i'm gonna have to be forcing myself to be a little bit more extrovert yeah than what i normally am so i'm gonna have to meet a lot of people i'm gonna have to learn languages it's gonna be intense yeah i i, I will say i think that um you just just in even like doing it you kind of have the advantage of like you everyone sort of i think is on the same wavelength about like traveling is cool mm -hmm. <laughs> and you all and you're like as you the more you do it the more you'll have stories and then you'll just kind of like you know you you don't you don't have to be the guy who swaggers into the bar and has the <laughs> travel stories but you can be exactly exactly that's what i'm saying uh, i mean it was like that uh, the the topic we talked about on a previous episode about the happiness thing mm -hmm. so like i do i do personally believe that uh having more experiences in life is a key to happiness yeah yeah because i feel like you're uh, more prone to understand yourself better when you have more experiences under your belt mm -hmm. and i think if you at least attempt or put yourself out there, get get outside of the comfort zone constantly and experience so much shit, you're going to constantly be learning stuff. And the human mind, it just I feel like it naturally gravitates towards stuff like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, that's that is like you. you. I think that's that's a big thing. You can't learn about yourself unless you like do enough stuff to like learn like oh do i like that mm -hmm. you know you you have to be you have to be doing stuff and you have to be looking inward to be like to see your own reaction exactly yeah you got you got you got to be 100% open minded about a lot of this kind of stuff yeah in order to properly experience it and i think i i've gotten to the point where like i'm i'm like if you have ever hung out with me you know like if we're doing like a hike or something you know, you'll you'll notice how I get quiet sometimes. It's because I'm just taking in the moment. You know yeah. what I mean? And I just thoroughly enjoy doing that. It's yeah. just being at peace with you know yourself and everything around you. Just just enjoying the environment. Just kind of like 
it's always I, something that I like to do I don't know, on like on on hikes, especially through like really pretty areas. Is just sort of like kind of picturing how everything sort of like came to be and just mm-hmm. appreciating like you know, like these trees have been growing here for however long and they grow from you know a generation of trees before that and this river like carved a path here and yeah exactly and then like for example like the grand canyon was the last trip we all went on right yeah like whenever i was looking at the grand canyon i was like man this was all underwater at one point yeah like holy shit dude like this is beautiful <laughs> man dude when i came up like when we first like you know you know you we kind of like walk through the like the forest is just some nor- it's like a normal ass forest yeah. cool trees you know that we're not used to here yeah it's just a normal forest and then you just kind of like walk up and then you take like a few steps forward you're looking at the canyon and there's just like sense of scale just like it hits you <sighs> yeah it fucking yeah. hits you hard dude. in yeah. the face <laughs> you're like fuck oh dude. my god <laughs> yeah. it, i felt the same way whenever we went to Cal- uh, colorado together yeah dude that that blew my fucking mind seeing the mountains mm. and just like being on the on the ground on your feet and just looking at mountains off in the distance or just being right at the bottom of a mountain looking up dude like i was like holy shit that's beautiful yes like that's, that's the kind of shit i live for and i think you know me traveling the world, it's going to just have even more eye-openers. Yeah. You'll, you'll see perspectives. You'll see, like, things both, like, natural and man-made that you cannot see anywhere else or that you definitely won't see here at the very least. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I think another uh, benefit to this, at least for me, is that, um, you know, I'm, I'm really good about listening to people and, like, just taking in opinions and ideas. And I think going out and experiencing so many differences while doing this is going to drastically change who I am because you start to thoroughly understand how people think, you know, and, and you get a big giant group of different people. So it's, it's almost like a, a science experiment almost in a way, you know, you're just taking in more and more information and it just, hopefully it'll change you for the better or for the worse. You know, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of up to you. It's like, you know, how, how are you, how do you take that information? And like, like, what do you do? Like, are you, do you go around and you're just like, well, hey, this, hey, that, hey, that guy, this sucks. You know, <laughs> I, I think if you have, if you have some positivity, like if you allow yourself to sort of like feel like shit's cool and that's awesome and like. I'm thankful this exists, like that kind of stuff. Yeah. If you have that sort of feedback, allow yourself to have that sort of feedback, then that's sort of like also what you're going to get out of it. Oh, yeah, definitely, for sure. And, man, I'm, I think that's the other scary part about it, too, is just knowing that there's going to be so much to take in. Yeah. It, like, you might get overloaded. You know what I mean? Mm. You know, maybe maybe I won't take an entire year like I did initially plan. Maybe I'll do, like, a couple of months at a time. You know, who knows? Right. I mean, if if you're doing the work thing, like I guess you kind of, you, you'll probably be a little bit more flexible. Like you won't necessarily have to. You have to have like a like a straight timeline of like, okay, on this date I'm going here, on this date I'm going here. Unless you like as 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 far as you plan for your work stuff, that's like all you really have to think about. Yeah, and and what I was looking at, you know, um, on the website for Workaway and the different types of jobs that they have listed. Um, most of the people don't require you to work more than like 30 hours, Hmm. you know, every now and then you'll get a 40 hour work week. But for the most part, it's 
basically a part-time job yeah and you don't have to work much so you basically work a little like a couple hours a day and then you can go visit and do the world just see the world or whatever town you're in that's yeah that's badass and i was like dude this is perfect and so i planned on bringing my camera with me so i can record get some b-roll and i were i really wanted to try to start selling some b-roll online and just try to get some sort of side cash mm-hmm. so that way like as i'm traveling i can at least kind of refuel a little bit on some money versus yeah. just continuously spending you could do you could do like a you know i don't know it's kind of a lot of work but like if it ends up capturing your interest you can try like doing the uh the travel blogger thing I, right I, I think that that's like sort of one of those things that um if you do it like it if you do it enough if you just like pump it out enough it's sort of like you're sort of guaranteed at least some level of interest in like you know you're gonna get you're going to get somewhere because you're doing this thing that a lot of people just don't you know they just can't do or don't do or whatever right and i i can understand why a lot of people wouldn't want to do it because it is scary dude absolutely yeah the world is so dangerous that like you you legitimately don't know if you're going into death or not you know what i mean and that, i think that's the scarier part too because we, we don't know how good people really are yeah yeah and that's like you know you're, you're bound to run across like all sorts of people um and i think for that reason you know sort of learning about the culture of the areas that you're planning on staying in in advance is more or less advisable maybe you see somebody who's like <laughs> you know giving you some look or maybe they do some like gesture and they're like yeah, thumbs up and you're like ah yeah and then it turns out it's like oh that's it. they were flipping me off maybe i shouldn't have said that. <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah getting random bar fights and somewhere in the uk because you, you like a different soccer team or some shit i don't yeah i don't think you have to try hard to get in a bar fight in the uk <laughs> I will say though, I would love to get into a bar fight over a soccer game at least once in my life. That just sounds badass, dude. Absolutely. If if TV has taught me anything, if you get into the right bar fight, you you come out with some friends. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> He's like, "This is my bruv right here. This is my bruv. We we friends. This is me bruv. Right? We got in a fucking fist fight. Right? He fucking brought my teeth out, and afterwards we went to a different bar. <laughs> he popped this fucking bollock over here that was gonna hit me, whip me up with a chair." You know, stupid shit like that, dude. It just sounds badass, Hell man. Yeah. <laughs> and and I think stuff like that too. It, it probably is going to end up getting addicting. I'm going to be honest. I think after I end up doing maybe the first or second trip, it, I probably am going to get addicted to doing it. Yeah. Which is going to be scarier because I know it's going to cost a lot of money. Yeah. Because <laughs> the way the way it's been working, or at least the way I've seen that has been working, is that you basically pay for the tickets to fly out there, and then they basically just cover the shelter and food. Yeah, for the most part. So anything that you that you like need covered, like clothing and that kind of stuff, that's all on me. Something else, yeah. Exactly, exactly, and that's why I wanted to try to set up at least some sort of money, uh, you know, some passive incomes before I head out. Yeah, and the you know, hopefully this podcast kicks off. Anybody out there listening, please, please pass it on. We have a we have a Patreon. No, we don't. But if <laughs> no, we, we don't. did, I would link you to that Patreon right now. Go to patreon.com slash doesn't exist yet. It does not exist. <laughs> not sponsored. Not-, <laughs> not sponsored by us. Oh man. Maybe I should do one of those uh be one of those assholes and do a Kickstarter. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to kickstart my podcast. We already have two seasons, but I you know yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're three seasons deep with like three listeners. Everybody, please pay us to record ourselves <laughs> for an hour every other week. Oh fuck! 
But yeah, I I I definitely need help with a lot of this and getting it set up. I've I've done a lot of the research already, and yeah. I think it's just a matter of now just preparing for it. It's a, it's it's going to be a lot, but I'm excited to see uh to see what you what you get out of it, especially if you're doing it. It sounds like you're kind of doing like uh you know you're, you're testing the waters first a little bit. Oh yeah, for sure. I, I didn't I didn't want to stray too far into other countries. That's why I said Mexico and Canada were definitely a good starter for me. Yeah. Are, are you sure you don't want to go to like Pakistan first? Just gonna... fuck no. <laughs> Let me get my <laughs> head get a little bit of a... get my head blown off by a fucking RPG or some shit. No, I'm good. I'm Gucci. Never know. I mean, you could, yeah, I don't know. I'm just saying, Pakistan to go to Hong Kong. I hear there's a lot of, <laughs> lot of neat shit happening there. Neat shit, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. That has been brought to you by bad suggestions, man. <laughs> right? Anybody been, uh, uh, what's that? Uh, best Gore? Yeah, bestgore.com. Teach you everything about that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody go to lemonparty.com if you want to learn about the best political. <laughs> Holy shit. But yeah, I, I I think I'm gonna possibly maybe stay away from those obviously warring Dude. states. Yeah, yeah, because for obvious fucking reasons. Because uh, you know, and not everyone likes Americans. Yeah, I and I mean I'm like, if if we're being totally honest, like how many of those are like even on your like wish list of like, man, I've really wanted to go to this country. Mid- Middle East actually is on my wish list for okay. sure. Like, um. There, there's a couple of places, specifically in India, that I wanted to go to. Okay. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. And I actually know a couple of people that are from India here. And they, I know one of them invited me to go with him to his home over there. Because apparently they have like a huge fucking home oh. in India. And they were like, yeah, we got plenty of spare rooms. You can stay with us. You can do whatever, you know. Nice. I, okay. would, I would love to visit places like that. Um, just so I can, you know, get the culture. I think it's the biggest thing. I want to learn the cultures. Yeah. And just to see the differences of how American culture is compared to others. Yeah, it's so interesting because I feel like I have, I have some friends who are like they want to travel, like whether it be with like within the United States or or even outside, and they're just like, nah, I just want to go hiking. And I'm like, really, you don't care at all about like the man-made structures and like what you know what people are like and. I don't know what the, the even the local culture like even even like within America. Obviously, everyone's American, but mm-hmm. you know if you go if you go from Texas and you go all the way up to you know to Washington, like that's yeah. that's a whole that like there people are acting you know pretty different over there. Oh, one hundred percent, dude. I I actually had that ex, uh, cultural difference. Like I noticed it when I went to uh, Seattle with some friends. Yeah, and I we just went up there to visit because they wanted to buy property in Seattle and move there. But when I was up there, I noticed how everyone was completely different than what they were here in Texas. I was like, damn, this is kind of crazy. And, I mean, Seattle's definitely more of a leftist, liberal style. I mean, that's why the riots were stupid over there. <laughs> sure, yeah. But um, it wasn't beautiful, though. Like, I, I would definitely say that Seattle, scenery-wise, is beautiful. God, yeah. The, the mountains and the, the forests. And fuck, yeah, dude. Oh, it's my God. gorgeous. I, I don't like the political stuff, obviously. Mm-hmm. But gorgeous yeah i just i really hate that everything costs so much too that's the other big issue with seattle yeah it's the it's the it's like austin costs basically or higher oh it's way worse a hundred times worse i i I was looking so we're walking through one of the the main downtown areas Mm. and on some of the smaller shops they had like uh postings of like houses for sale i think we had passed by like a, a small little realtor area and I saw. I was looking at some of the houses that were, you know, on the window, and I saw this terrible little shit shack. I'm talking like maybe one bedroom, you know, kind of house. It looked yeah, like the shit. apartment house. Yeah, and it lo- it definitely need to fix it up. 
Yeah. But it was like a hundred and not even, I think it was like $250,000 for that Ooh. shit shack. And I was like, God, dude, it's not even like ne- nice at all for that much, dude. Not worth it. Yeah. yeah. What? You don't want to go into debt for you know, 12 years to, uh, <laughs> yeah, for that little shit shack. Fuck no, dude. I mean, even if you flipped it, yeah, you can, you can probably get a profit out of it. But like what, like what we were saying earlier, the prices in, in flipping has increased now. Yep. Yeah. So, that, all that lumber's going up, all the you know, construction labor's going up. Exactly, dude. Like, unless you're putting in the labor yourself, like, you're going to pay a fat fucking check just to get it flipped. Yeah. I don't know. That's that kind of. I, I still see signs that are like, you know, I will take water damaged houses, but I feel like they've gotten more, like, much more specific. You know, it's like we'll take this kind of damage, please, but not this type, because then we need, you know, we need these materials, and uh, that's just <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah, exactly. keep your shitty houses. <laughs> if if uh, Elon Musk's house that he builds here in Austin do end up being cheaper than I expected, I would love to buy one of those. Oh yeah, I would love to be a part of one of the first, you know, solar powered houses. I think that'd be sick. I maybe Austin will do something. I don't know. I feel like there's, you know, there's sort of the possibility, like, uh, so you know, you know how, like, with uh, with electric cars, there's there's the the uh, the government like tax incentive, which is like it's like seven thousand dollars or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, I could see that with like a totally solar powered neighborhood. It's like, oh, buy a house, and you know, you get fucking, I don't know, you know, thirty thousand dollars. Like that would be like, holy shit, yeah, I'll worth do that. it. Yeah, that discount alone will be hugely worth it. Question is like. Since this is like a sort of a different power thing, is Texas gonna gonna do that? Because we're you know we're specifically under under ERCOT and like we've had had a couple of problems recently. You may have heard <laughs> snowstorms and shit. There's a couple of snowstorms and such. God, the power grid got fucked. I had government officials like that was very bad. Um, anyway. <laughs> We're going, the rates are going up now. <laughs> Fuck. You were like, we were all pissed, dude. I was pissed when I read that. I'm like, you fuckers. I was like, it's y'all's fault. Yeah, we lost power. And then they're like, yeah, we have to, we're actually going to have to charge you more. So <laughs> we're going to not going to put ourselves in a hole for that. Yeah. You, know, you got it. <laughs> Congratulations on you know, losing power and all that. <laughs> but yeah, dude, I, I think stuff like that I live for, man, because I, I am a science fan, you know, like you, like advancing in human tech is huge in my life personally. And I think it's because I grew up lo- loving computers and yeah. shit. I think the first computer I ever built was back in like, I think it was like eight, ninth grade, maybe. Yeah, it was like just before high school when I was trying to play fucking. Uh, I was trying to get on AOL Messenger with my girlfriend at the time, and you know, hit her up while I was playing RuneScape in the background. I was like, I need a stronger graphics card. Yeah, I was like, I'm ready for it, baby. Like <laughs> that dial-up is gonna be fast as fuck. You know, <laughs> like that. That I think that's what made me love technology, man. And just hearing that people actually give a shit about it now, yeah. it's it's so dope. And and that's another reason why I would love to go to Japan and places like that, you know, more advanced, you know, technology where, over there. Where a lot of like this stuff that you're like, oh, that's cool. That's like that's where it comes from. Yeah, Let's exactly. Go visit its birthplace. <laughs> exactly, dude. I I mean, I'm a, I'm a dork in general. Like, I would love to go see like the Gundam. I think they have a Gundam mall hmm. over there where you can see a, a life size Gundam that Ooh. they've built. And it somewhat moves. That yeah, would be pretty bad. I was like, dude, let's do it. <laughs> 
If they ever build like a life-size Gundam that you can get in, like even if you can just be like press this lever and the arm goes up and down, I'd be like, yeah, fuck yeah, dude, fuck yeah, that I'll would go be. to Japan just for that for like a fucking day. Hell yeah, dude, that would be dope, dude. Gosh, yeah, it's scary but fucking awesome. I'm excited. Nice, yeah, I'm excited. This is, this is gonna be. I don't know. Send lots of pictures back. I will. And be safe. I'm definitely going to try to keep in touch for sure. I probably won't be the best at keeping in touch because I'll be so entranced with everything around me. But you're going to have to learn how to to write like actual like letters, you know? Yeah. Like that's because that's that's, I think that's the best way, especially if you're like abroad. And if you want to keep in touch with with like friends you meet, that's just like the best way is just like write a letter, like be like, this is, you know, this is an update on life, like has your life, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, for sure. There, um, I know I was already telling you about the whole, you know, me uh, leaving messages around the world for my family and shit. Like yeah. this, this trip was supposed to be me doing that. Mm. This is, this was me going out, experiencing the world and like each place I go to, I'm going to learn something new and then I'm going to leave a, a hidden letter somewhere in the world so that whoever finds it can decode it and, you know, learn a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, That's cool. Yeah. You're doing, you're doing some, uh, some Indiana Jones kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh shit. Yeah. All right. Well, um, thanks for listening. Uh, a good 56 minutes. Solid. Thanks, sure. Thanks for listening yeah. to this. <laughs> To whatever this this hey did you, if you ever like science go to science. 